What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hi! I'm doing a walk across. Uh, it's been a long time. Because um, it's been cold. And it is cold today. It must be... It's probably below 40 right now. But it's not um, painfully cold. You may... Ooh, I almost dropped the phone. You may hear some wind... Um, but we'll see how far I get before I absolutely need to put my hand in my pocket. I'm going to put on a glove. Um, here. Ah, okay. One hand in my pocket and the other one is holding my phone. Um, it's Thursday. Things have been dense than I'd like them to be and um, I've been feeling anxious about getting work done and have been kind of revising plans in order to make more space and time so I was supposed to be in Boston this week with Harriet from Monday to Friday doing final fittings and tech and premiere for a Tyler Peck dance called Thousandth Orange that we've been working on with them for a long time. Oh, the wind. Um, I think we've been in talks with them about it for, I honestly don't know, but years it feels like. And, and um, They've been asking us questions about these costumes for like a year and a half, more. I don't know, so long. And then um, we started making samples like six to eight months ago. So everyone's had a lot of time to think on these costumes and obsess over them and revise them. And they're very beautiful, I have to say. Um, they have shifted somewhat as time has gone by, but we started with an incredibly strong color palette that was initially based on this kind of conceptual idea about synesthesia or... Um, the colors of of music the colors of pitch so the music is this Carolyn Shaw work called Thousandth Orange and we wrote her an email in the process of designing this piece to be like you know why, why is it called that And if I'm being perfectly honest, right now I'm struggling to remember exactly what Carolyn said. Um, Huh. I'd pull up the email for you, but I'm I'm on my phone. I really, I want to cross the street. Sorry. I, I have to always cross the street at this weird place on Broom and Clinton where there's no crosswalk every day and you just have to like hope for the best 
I've almost killed a cyclist on this crosswalk before because it's a two-way bike lane, which I think is crazy. One-way cars, two-way bikes. Psychotic. So, anyways. Thousandth Orange. I can't, I wonder if Carolyn talked about the, like, Scriabin color pitch thing. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, the wind is going to be a problem for this recording, I can tell. Um, well, it's a problem for my face, that's for sure. Um, anyways, so we had a talk with Carolyn, and I don't remember what it was about. And then I found the score online, and I looked at the opening phrase of the music and I transcribed it according to its like hertz like its wavelength because I guess wavelengths have color designation as well as pitch designation now those two things are not entirely uh, related but okay it is cold. It's cold boots. There's a construction site that's like about to blow over. Oh. I got a free chocolate chip cookie today because the cafe I shop at every day made me wait a really long time for a chai latte because they forgot about me. So they gave me a free cookie. Um, okay, so I'm trying to talk you through this convoluted process for time. It's actually been so long-winded, I can't even remember it, but anyways, I matched colors to wavelengths according to science, and then I colored in all the notes on the staff for the opening phrase of Thousandth Orange, and that was cool, that looked great, and then I did the same thing according to, like, the system Scriabin developed. Um, that's like about color synesthesia and how like certain notes, certain pitches feel like certain colors. And um, I'm putting on my mask because I've entirely aborted the mission of walking home. I'm now in the subway. It is too cold. So I'm going to go in the subway. Go. Oh, so... Then I looked at these two different versions of like what the opening phrase of the music would look like according to wavelengths, then according to, I don't know, is synesthesia the wrong word? I feel like it's right. The train's coming in one minute. Can you believe it? I may have to get off the phone because this isn't the kind of train that's going to be empty. This is the kind of train where I'm going to look like I'm out of my mind if I'm talking on my phone into a voice memo or maybe I'll just pretend that I'm on the phone or talking to a friend the friend which is my phone so anyways all this to say I had looked at these two systems of how to designate colors for this dance um and then uh, 
I think we loosely based the colors on that. a new recording. Well, I'm annoyed. <clears throat> I have to lay down. <sighs> so I got off the train and I recorded all this stuff and it came in my house and I, the recording was all fine and it was 32 minutes and I ate dinner and I talked to Drew on the phone and and I don't know what happened, but something weird happened where on my phone the recording was 32 minutes, but when I would send it to my computer it would only be the first part of the recording. And then, I don't know, I pushed edit or something, and then that whole second part of the recording is just gone forever. And then I looked up on Google, can I revert to the original of a voice memo? No, you can't. If you've edited on your iPhone, there's no going back. So, here I am. I can't believe that I'm going to record a part two after I've already recorded a part two. I'll just do it slowly. I'll do it slowly. I'll try to stay patient. I just thought this was over. (laughs) Well, uh, I did some research. I can't believe I'm telling this story again. I did some research on the train ride home. I looked into the email that Carolyn had sent us and found that um, the title Thousandth Orange comes from the pleasure that comes from doing a simple thing like eating an orange, um, whether it be the first or the thousandth time, the thousandth orange is still such a pleasure, much like the opening four chords of her piece that she felt she could just listen to a thousand times and repeated them throughout the dance or the the, the score. And so I use these wavelength science color things that relate both to color and sound as well as the Scriabin synesthesia system. And I drew those colors into the opening chords of Carolyn's piece and used um, that as the inspiration to put together these assortments of color for the various costumes in Tyler's Dance, which I believe has eight people in it. Although... For some reason in my head, it's six people. Maybe it's six. Doesn't matter. I'll post a photo of it on With Dance and Stuff um, when there's a good photo of it. But it premiered tonight, so cat's out of the bag. Um, did I already tell you how Harriet and I use paint chips to do color assortment? Well, we did. And we did jokes, which is that we we pushed a little bit more more shades of orange into the piece because of the title. And then we developed these assortments of color and then these stretchwear costumes with very high leg lines and midriffs and 
kind of sexy cutouts. Um, I can't believe I'm telling you this again. I'm just going to rest for one second. Okay, here we go. And so... I gave such a thorough explanation of this process earlier tonight. And now here I am attempting to do it again and feeling defeated. And if I'm if I'm a person who's trying to uplift and celebrate the contribution of costume design in dance, I should um, perk up and do my job and relay some information that might excite people about this thing I do. I don't want to. It's 10.20. Okay. It's been a long day. So, um, we put together these colors and the people at Boston Ballet um, have an excellent dyer and they had someone take the colors we chose and dye them into both matte lycra and nylon stretch mesh that they sent back the swatches to us and I thought well those are beautiful the dyer did such a good job which is rare dyer is really hard to come by a good dyer rather um and you know we all see colors differently and to find a dyer who sees color as you do is a real gift. So we approved the colors um, with the exception of one, which was the blue. They did a re-dye on that and they sent it back and it was better. And I got to work sampling the costumes and that went on for several months. Yeah. We would send corrections to Boston and they would implement them and blah, blah, blah. Now the costumes are looking great and we all watched on a Zoom a couple of weeks ago. But at any rate, Harriet's there and the premiere's over and I have a cold sore. I really need to go to the doctor and get a just forever prescription of Valtrex and just take it every day. Is that bad for your liver? Probably. I'll ask the doctor. Um, I spent the day doing alterations and sewing on this jumpsuit for Sarah to wear next week in her Beth Gill piece at her Joyce show. I'm excited to see it. They're doing a Cunningham event. It's excellent Beth Gill solo. Jody Melnick duet. Um, a Guillaume Cote thing film something I don't know it's gonna be fun Tyler Peck has a show she curated at City Center this weekend that I'm going to on Saturday that should be good and there'll be one of our costumes on stage that's not yet been on stage just only on film which is that red fringe dress from her Forsyth piece and what else just been working so much. I'm so tired. We did so many fittings today on Zoom with San Francisco Ballet. Um, we've had to 
did I already tell you that our assistant Lauren is going to go to Cuba for us and also you know I was supposed to be in Boston we're just offloading any extraneous work so that we can get other work done I was on zoom the entire day maybe that's why I'm feeling so crazy this podcast is supposed to be done and it's not um, I think I can only get through another couple minutes and then I'm going to put these two recordings together into the anchor.com application I know that I mentioned Euphoria in the last voice memo that got erased but I hope you have all watched the finale the conclusion of Lexi's two million dollar high school musical and are you watching did you see the tinder swindler can you even believe it thank god thank god those women got some revenge and thank god that that uh the where is she from amsterdam the dutch woman was like I will hit you where it hurts. She sold off all his stupid luxury clothes. Shimon. Um, anyways, I hope you've all watched it. It's on Netflix and it's, it's, it's a wild ride. Um, I can't remember the last time I felt this tired, so I'm going to stop. I'm gonna post the pod as fast as I can. I'm gonna take a shower. And I'm gonna sleep through the night. And I'm not gonna look at a screen. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. Boy, I'm tired. I'm so sorry. I've never been this sleepy recording the podcast before. But I guess this is the sound. What am I trying to say? But I guess this is what it sounds like when I'm falling asleep in my house. Okay. I'll see you next week. Um, it's highly possible that I'll have a really fun guest who I'm in talks with to be on the podcast. What, um, we, I, I loves you. Bye.